This is Carpet Time, and you're tuned in in Underground Tropolis. I can tell you. Welcome to Undergroundopolis, everybody, where we bring you the best music that you have probably haven't heard yet. We are the people that get excited about the bottom three lines of the concert flyers. We love the underground. If you like this show and would like to support it for as little as 99 cents a month, you can do so on the Anchor page, anchor.fm forward slash undergroundopolis. And thank you to those who do. All right. One more just little announcement. We are still doing open mic at Dundee Tavern every Wednesday night. So, unless it was like last night and, you know, shitty out. <laughs> so, or if it's a thousand degrees out. Because we do do it outside and nobody wants to be outside. You can't, you can't blame it. You can't blame Dundee Tavern for not wanting to do it when it's over a hundred degrees out. I, I totally get it. So next week, next Wednesday, the, what, the 13th? Looks like it's going to be good weather. Of course, that could change between now and then. Anyway, I'm rambling. My guest tonight, I'm just going to let him introduce himself. Tell us who you are, where you're from. Hey, I'm John Kirkland uh, from Lexington, Kentucky. I'm with the band Deep Mud. And uh, just happy to be on the show. <laughs> All right, here. Well, we'll start off with the easy questions. How did how did Deep Mud come together? Uh so the drummer, uh, Danny Kelly, and I uh, were both just looking for a band to join uh, separately about five, six years ago in, uh, you know, Craigslist back in those days. Uh, so we ran into each other and started playing. And we've gone through, this is our third sort of iteration now. We we started out with a an old bass player that I used to play with a long time ago uh, and then played for a while called the Cryptomatics. And then he left. The, the bass player left, so we got another bass player, and then we changed her name to Two Leg Dog, and then uh, that bass player left, and then we we found uh, Corey Morris, who's, who's been with us for about a year and a half or so now, uh, so, and we changed her name to Deep Mud. Then, so how long how long has this band been together? Like um, a couple of years? What since uh, I guess since the uh, well the, the pandemic started when we were. I think that that was about the time we we kind of got this together. So, yeah, uh, yeah. But we've we've been Kate, Danny and I, the drummer and I, have been playing a lot of the same repertoire since the uh, the beginning. So um, it's mostly original stuff. About two thirds of what we do is original, and then we do about a third of its you know, covers of different types. So I tell you, I started a band about a, three weeks before the pandemic. <laughs> just it just seemed like it, if you start me, everybody's was starting bands and bam you can't play anywhere <laughs> right uh, it was it was it was definitely frustrating there was there was nothing going on that that first year at all in 2020 obviously right uh, we 
I think we played a show about two weeks before the lockdown, and then it was just, uh, you know, radio silence after that. But I uh, think we, we finally got back on, on track last year in 2021. I think it, last year was 2021. Uh, <laughs> and uh, started started playing out again. Uh, and then we've been real busy this summer, actually. We've got just a whole bunch of stuff going on. So it's really picked up. Well, you got a pretty good agent working with you too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> so, you as John Kirk, Kirkland, almost said John Kirkwood, because I've got a friend named John Kirkwood. <laughs> well, you know, maybe, maybe my real name shouldn't get out there, but you know, who knows? You want me to edit that out? No, that's funny. We're just being funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you John Kirkland would, uh, who would you say, like, if you saw on, on stage or even on TV or anything, that, and you saw, saw this person or a band or whatever, you said, I want to do that. I want to be a musician. Who, who would that influence be? Uh, well, it, I, I can tell you specifically, it was, it was Jimmy Page. Um, when I was 11 years old, I went to summer camp and the, the, the camp counselor played, Stairway to Heaven, uh, and I'd heard that, and I'd never heard anything like that in my life. And that that day, my whole existence, my whole everything, outlook on life, everything just shifted. It turned. And the next day there at camp, I asked a, a camp counselor if I could play around on his acoustic guitar. And I, I just I had no idea what I was doing, of course. And I just, you know, started playing around. And I got home from camp, and I was just a kid, fifth grade or whatever. And I uh, got a little guitar, and I taught myself how to play. So my goal was to play Stairway to Heaven, and about a year and a half later, I could do it. <laughs> but, you know, it, it takes it takes a lot of obsessive hours. Uh, it does. <laughs> thousands of obsessive hours. And I, I, I poured all those hours in in those early days, and I'm glad I did. Uh uh, you know, it just led to a life of just loving music and loving playing it. Yeah. How would uh, how would you describe Deep Mud's music? I you know the easiest way is just it's just blues rock. Uh, it does have sort of a funky, sometimes soul flavored, sometimes jazz flavored tones come into it. Uh, but definitely blues rock. I, you know, if you're gonna there's a whole lot of bands that sort of fall into that category, but, uh, you know, sort of Jack White, Black Keys, that sort of thing. Um, and, uh, it, it's just, it, it's, there's also some other influences, some things that sort of mix in with it, some original stuff from over the years. I've, I've been writing music for you know, a long time. I won't say how long. And, uh, uh, it, I've, I've sort of pulled pieces from the past and resurrected them or reworked them and, and put them into, uh, a more modern context, or, or we work them as sort of a blues rock sound, and uh, that's kind of how I would describe it in too many words. All right, next question. Sometimes I when I sometimes I get reeled in, I lose my place. No problem. <laughs> What's your favorite song, Deep Mud song to play live? Live. And why? Well, the we named this version of the band Deep Mud after one of the songs we do called Deep Mud. Uh, and it's just a straight up nasty driving blues rock kind of song. Um, 
that's just been fun from the start. It, it, it was sort of an homage to deep to uh, muddy waters and you know sort of that nasty electric blues of the uh, uh, 60s and 70s. It started to develop, and uh, but that that's always a fun song. There's a couple of others that are that are a lot of fun. We have some covers that are are fun to play. Um, I'll, we do thank you for letting me be, be myself by Sly and the Family Stone. That's always fun, no matter what. Um, fun for the bass player. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I try to drive it on the. I try to drive it on the guitar. We're a three piece, so I mean, you know, we, we play a lot of music that was originally done by much bigger arrangements. Uh, you know, more more people playing them, so it, it we all really have to kind of fill in to have a full sound um, wherever we can. I can't just sit back and and, lay, and just play pure leads or or just just strum along. I gotta I gotta do the the rhythm and the, the lead and everything else on the guitar. And the bass has to fill the whole bottom end up. Oh yeah. So you know we've, we've got our work cut out for us as a, a trio, but I, I, I like the sound. I like how it comes out when it's, it's like that. It's less complicated, I think. What would you uh, say your favorite show you've played live is? Your, your favorite my show. My favorite show of the. Uh, oh gosh. I mean, I. This goes back a long way. I've been in a lot of bands over a lot of years. I I opened for Run DMC in 1996 oh, wow. with a band I was in, and there was a thousand people at that show, and it was thick and and thumping, and that was pretty exciting. Got to meet them and everything. Um, but that you know, that that was that was a lot of fun. But there have been there have been a couple of gigs that just you know over the years that uh, you know they sort of mark different high water points. In your your rock star career, so to speak, uh, we we played one back in those days. Uh, you know, it was the middle of the summer, wasn't much going on. UK, Kentucky here, or University of Kentucky here was was out of school, nothing going on in Lexington, and we played a show downtown. And for some reason, everybody in town came to that show. It was like 250 people, uh, nice. probably everybody that was floating around. In those days, and that crowd went absolutely insane. They rushed the stage. There was some girl that pulled a top up. I mean, I'd never seen anything like that. That was like, you know, that was just the, the craziness that can go on in a live show. And it was, I've been at live shows, other people's live shows where crazy stuff is happening. But when you're on stage, it's kind of a whole different experience when you got that kind of energy flipping back on them, on the uh, the band. It, it drives something new and different when that occurs. Um, you know, there's, there's been points throughout the, the experience over the years where that, uh, those kinds of things happened or, or, you know, they're really kind of wild moments or totally unexplainable moments with, with some groups and some things. Uh, you know, music can take you in a lot of different places and you never know where you're going to really end up. Okay, here's the counter question. What's your yeah. least favorite show you've played? Uh, <laughs> <are> my favorite <laughs> questions. <laughs> I... And I keep going back to you know a band I was in in the '90s. We played a lot of shows for a few years, and we played at this place called Never on Sunday in Cincinnati. And it had been in the '80s, well before I was doing all that stuff. It had been this heavy metal club where Megadeth and all these other big acts had played. And everybody kind of knew it in, in that town at that time as being this like kind of venerated metal club, and there were all these. You know, people would, would talk about it, and it was it was sort of a famous spot. And we were supposed to play it on the Fourth of July one year, 
and we drove up and we got lost. And just, you know, Cincinnati's kind of an unforgiving place when you get lost because there's hills and the road just stops mm-hmm. and starts somewhere else and all kinds of stuff. Anyways, yeah. we were running real late and we got about five minutes before we were supposed to start, we got there and then it started raining as we were loading in. Loaded in all the gear, got everything on stage, no sound check, nothing. Played the first song and I broke two strings in the first <laughs> song. And we played about 30 or 40 minutes and the five people that were there just walked away and left. And that was the worst. That was that was just awfulness. And then we packed everything up and drove home two hours after that, on the 4th of July. Uh, so we, we made $7 and, and had an awful experience. And, you know, just everybody's got one of those at least. But uh, there's oh, been plenty yeah. of nights where I've played for only a bartender or, you know, sometimes a bartender leaves. So it's just... <laughs> You get you get a fair dose of no audience here and there, but but then you get you'll get these real surprises. You think you're going to play this completely you know crap gig, and then there's just this and people just show up and then they're just happy and everything's great and it's wonderful and people are walking up to you afterwards talking all about it and you know you get that stuff mixed in and it really does sort of uh, you know it keeps you booing it as far as how you, how your feelings are towards playing live. Here's a Here's a t- bit of a tough one sometimes. Do you prefer the studio or the stage? Oh, the stage. There's, <laughs> there's no room for... You don't you don't get to second-guess yourself on the stage. You just you just do it, and if you fuck it up, you just keep going. It's, <laughs> it's just how, you, how it works on the stage. Uh, in the studio, you do it, and it sounds pretty good, and then you listen to it, and you're like, you know, I could probably do that better. And you go back and do it, and then you do it 15, 20 times, and you're there all night working on a single track or a single solo or an intro or, or whatever, and then, you know, you're trying to sweeten it up and trying to... Then you go into mastering and mixing and doing all that stuff, and you're driving yourself insane about, you know, these little tiny waveforms somewhere out there in the electronic signal you're trying to manipulate. It's, it's maddening stuff. Uh, yeah. Of course, I don't have... I don't have the right microphones or, or equipment to, to make anything sound particularly great. It's just a, uh, you know, it's all amateur hour when we're getting down to recording. You got a you got an album out now or no? Yeah, we put one out uh, right at the end of last year, end of December. Uh, called it's called, uh, called <clears throat> Drown Me. It's just an EP, four song EP. Uh, just got a few of the sort of core blues rock type songs that we do and that's on uh, uh, all the major streaming services you know Spotify Amazon wherever and also got the CDs we have at shows can we expect a tour uh, well I mean we're we, I don't know about touring we're playing around some um, I mean we'll be at, we're playing Lexington tomorrow night we'll be in Louisville next Friday night uh, be in Augusta Kentucky which is Exotic for us. It's sort of in between Cincinnati and Maysville. There's a, a, a bar there on the river that's been booking bands every weekend. Apparently, getting big turnouts, so that'll be fun. That's coming up in a few weeks. So we got a, a few things on the uh, happening around the state, uh, but uh, as far as a, a tour, tour, I don't know if we're going to get much further than that anytime soon. We've, we've talked about uh, meeting up with some friends down in the Carolinas and. Tennessee that we have uh, you know, other bands playing maybe go play with them or something uh, that wouldn't be till you know late fall or next year probably though well where are you playing at Louisville next week 
Because this is probably uh, we'll here par- right before it. Yeah, yeah, we'll be at Parlor downtown Friday the was it the fifteenth and uh seven to ten o'clock. Uh, it's gonna be no cover. I don't think there's any age limit, so you know, whoever's no, probably not check it parlor. out. Yeah, so uh, anybody who wants to come check it out, uh just come on down. We're we're happy to happy to see you. And and the Maysville date? That's August fifth. What's the name of that place? That's uh Augusta Inn. All right. And it's in Augusta, Kentucky. So if you're in that end of the state, you probably know about it. I think that's that seems to be the main thing that's happening in that, in that whole region. Uh, they've got a bunch of shows going on there. Right on, man. Who's your some of your favorite local bands to share share a show with? Uh, well, I mean, I've got friends and and some bands. Um, I'd love to get on the bill with Magnolia Boulevard. They're, uh, they're oh, wow, yeah. My, you know, I, I used to play with him. Uh, their bass player was, he was our bass player, you know, five years ago until Magnolia yanked him from us, uh, which is, <laughs> which is all cool. They, they gave him a lot more work than we could possibly give him at that, that point in time, for sure. Uh, right. he's, he's a fantastic musician and a great guy. Well, uh, they, he, they, uh, we'd love played, to connect with them at some point. They played a few songs with Blues Traveler. Yeah, um, last, last summer at the Masters Musician, I covered that event. With this, this show yeah. covered that event. <laughs> that was my first press pass, as a matter of fact. But they came. Yeah, cool. It might have. I don't remember if there's a bass player there or not. But I, there was two people from Magnolia Boulevard that played with them. And of course, they was, just lost lost their drummer or something. I think. Yeah, yeah. Todd Todd died last year. That was sad. Um, yeah. Yeah, he'd been around in a lot of bands locally forever. He was in Green Jeans and a bunch of others that played around here forever and ever. Uh, so he was sort of a fixture himself. Uh, but yeah, they're 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 really good. Uh, they've got it together and they know what they're doing. That was pretty cool to have that Blues Traveler had had them up in a way. I, I did not expect you, you know they uh, they toured with them. You know they did a, a tour for a few oh wow with opening for Blues Traveler. That was a that was sort of a big deal. That was a year, yeah. year and a half ago or so. Yeah, that's a big deal. They were. They've been right before the pandemic. I'm not sure when that was. I mean, I, I've always liked Blues Traveler, but I didn't know they were that good live. You know, I'd never seen them live, but I didn't. I, w- I was very pleasantly surprised. Like, damn, they're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, they're they're real musicians, and they they just do it. They just work. They've been working since the '90s. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, haven't had hits for years, but they that hasn't stopped them. So, no, that's a real that's a real band that keeps on going like that. And there's a few like that. And you feel like Cheap Trick or somebody like that that just plays 200 shows a year, and that's just what they do. They love it. Yeah. They sound great when they do it. What would your other interest be if you weren't a musician? What would you say you you would be doing? Well, I mean. Uh, <laughs> I do things to pay the bills that don't include music. That's for sure. Well, I mean, other other hobby. I don't. I don't like calling yeah. playing music a hobby. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I am a musician, but I, you know, I, I work a job job to to pay bills. But you know, other than that, I I, I love I love the outdoors. Uh, you know, fishing and camping and doing all that stuff. And uh, I've, my family's still got a, a family farm. That we have access to, or we can go to, and uh, go down there. I could take my daughter down there, and we're playing the creek and do all that fun stuff. So just getting out of the country, getting outdoors, uh, love all that stuff. 
Do you sing in the shower? No. <laughs> I don't think my wife would dig that too much. <laughs> I know. I've got some pretty random questions here. I'm trying to get... I'm yep. trying to get, not stay on the most general questions, <laughs> beaten path. No, <laughs> no problem. Vocally, I'm, I get by vocally, which is better than I used to do. I think I've gotten a little bit better vocally, but I've never been a strong vocalist. It's always just been, I've always done it because nobody else was going to do it or it was too much of a pain to work with somebody who was going to do it. So, you know, I'm a guitarist first and foremost and a songwriter, but then I'm a vocalist after that. So no, no real singing in the shower. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's a pretty random question. Oh, well, I asked it. Well, <laughs> if you said yes, I was going to ask you what songs. <laughs> well, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but you ever gotten kicked off a stage? Kicked off a stage? Yeah. That's a great question. <laughs> We've, uh, let's see, I had, well, actually, you know, I was playing Linus once, and this is, thousand years ago back at the old Linus Club in Lexington and we it was like a snowy January night or something nobody came to the show we were playing and nobody was out at all anywhere it was slick and nobody was driving and the we about an hour into it the doorman came up and just told us to you know there's no reason to go on uh, we, weren't, we weren't kicked off per se but uh, he wasn't wrong <laughs> so, I mean, that, that that kind of stuff's a little discouraging, but, uh, you know, it wasn't exactly kicked off. I, I had a show booked one time at a bar, and it was the same night as one of the SEC, or not the SEC, one of the NCAA tournaments, and uh, there was a big game going on. And we played, we set up in this bar, and there were 500 people there to watch the game, and we were supposed to start playing right after the game. Um, and they were going crazy that we won the game and all this stuff. And immediately, the entire 500 people in that bar left the bar and ran downtown to go ride or burn couches or whatever they were doing. Um, and then the the doorman wanted to go too. He offered to pay us 100 bucks just to pack our gear up and go. And like that, whatever. <laughs> we we weren't kicked off, but <clears throat> we were preempted by the, the potential of a riot, I guess. But that's a great story. <laughs> yeah, well, sure. It <laughs> did nothing at all for us, but, uh. <laughs> oh, here, so, okay, so if you want a, another, here's a name drop story, uh, getting bumped off of a, a bill. Uh, the a band I was in, we were, we were, we were booked to play this place here in Lexington called A1A. It was sort of a big room. They had, uh, Morris Day and the Time were playing. Oh, wow. And we were, and we were going to open for them. And we were real excited about that. That was like right up our alley as far as the type of music we played and everything. And uh, the day of the show, that afternoon at like 4 o'clock, the, the owner of the place or whoever the guy was, the booker, the manager, called up and said, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to bump you guys. Uh, the, the Morris Day or whatever, they brought somebody with them. It was a record. It was like from the record contract or something. There was somebody from the record label that was going to open up for them. And, they didn't know who this person was. They never heard of him. His name was Kid Rock, some jack hole from Detroit. And so this this guy that nobody had ever heard of showed up by himself and by all accounts that I heard just put on a terrible 30-minute 
performance and then walked away and we were just so pissed we didn't get to open up for kid uh, from uh for uh more stay in the time but uh you know it was, a, it, was it was kid rock that bumped us and i've always had a bad taste in my mouth about that guy for some well for a lot of reasons but but uh particularly for that fact <laughs> we lost the show because he 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 he, he warmed his way into getting that gig somehow <laughs> then i guess i guess it turned out okay for him i guess <laughs> your your game story reminded me when my old cover band played in uh the campus pub yeah i think what the what the place is called that sound right campus pub is not yeah it's yeah it's over here in lexington yeah <laughs> and we walked in like oh man this is a packed house yes <laughs> game is over <laughs> everybody left Gone. Yeah. <laughs> they made us play the whole four hours. <laughs> yeah, we went through that. That's all right. That's all right. Though. I'm not complaining about that. It was. Yeah. It was a fun. Yeah. It was still a fun gig. Somebody sold me yeah. a came there and sold me a fretless bass, jazz bass. Yeah. There. Yeah. And it was like a. Up until a year or so ago, it was my go-to bass. That was the bass really? I played. All. Oh, yeah. That's it. Huh. I love playing fretless. No, oh, yeah, especially, though, especially bass, you know. Right, got got a definite uh, sound of its own. Hey, tell me, name of your EP again, "Drowning." Drown me. Drown me. Okay, I wrote yeah, that down me. wrong. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a reference to a lyric in one of our songs. So. Right, we're starting to run out of time here. Uh, yep. Anything you want to plug in? You got a band camp, a website? I know you got a website because I've already looked. Yeah. Uh, Deep Mud. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, yeah, deepmudband.com. Uh, it's got pretty much everything that we've got going on and links to other things. Uh, we're on Bandcamp. We've got, uh, you know, downloads you can purchase or uh, the physical CDs you can buy through there if that's your, if that's your speed. And, uh, on every streaming service out there, pretty much Spotify and, yeah, everything we're, we've got uh, the songs out there, so uh, you know, go, go go out and stream it and check it out and download it, and I'll be happy to sell you as many copies as you want. But uh, you know, it's not about money, clearly. Right. What's your Facebook handle and your Instagram and everything? Let's plug that in before we wrap it up. Yeah, uh, I think it's all uh, at Deep Mud Band. Okay, that's the handles on all those. Parker of the Muscles, and this is your joke of the week. So a guy fell off the roof of the bar last night. It turns out he wasn't a bouncer. <laughs>